Well, welcome back, everybody. Episode four of the RFFL Immunity Pod. What is up, my quarantine brothers? We have some returning guests today that we haven't spoken to in a couple of days. We have Jordan and we have Steven. So I'll turn it over to Jordan right now. Um, give us a hello and an update and we'll go right into it. Boys, what's going on? I'm here in the, uh, the ever-beautiful um, Halton region in the Milton area where the second confirmed uh, COVID-19 death uh, took place. Uh, well, where the guy was from. Well, hit, hit home a little hard this uh, today, uh, just given that it's in our backyard. For me, uh, work-wise stuff, got that under control. I was, um, as you guys know, pretty uh, pretty upset with uh, with people uh, Monday and Tuesday. And, um, you know, things are a little bit better now. People are still starting to get the message. Amazingly, though, on... Uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday, people still came to the restaurant thinking that they were going to be able to eat. Um, I had a couple people there um, yesterday morning as early as 11.05 knocking on the door. Hey, are you guys open for lunch? It's like, no, we're not open for lunch. Oh, really? You're not doing lunch anymore? It's like, no. Like, have you been living under a rock or like, what is it? I don't get it. Um, so... Uh, so uh, that's 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 that. That's you know, it's 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 weird that it's weird that uh, people just don't get it. Um, but you know, it's hilarious at the same time too. Um, you know, we're operating takeout and delivery, and we're just getting absolutely crushed doing it. Um, busy sales, which is you know great for us, um, but I still even think that people aren't really taking the whole. Um, you know, social distancing seriously, if we're still doing crazy sales, doing takeout and delivery when you really aren't supposed to have any human interaction. So you're going to get some stranger to come to your house and bring you food. I don't get it. So that's, that's sneezed all over your pasta. Yeah, seriously. So like, you know, just, it's just wild. People still just aren't taking it seriously enough. And then, you know, moreover, just, you know, before I got a jet, cause I got, I got to make sure that my chicken here is perfect. But, uh, you know, the people down in the States are crazy. Like, uh, everybody on the beaches in Florida, it's unbelievable. I have a new proposal for Trump's border wall, and that's that, um, you know, you make it right along the, uh, the southern border of the United States, but you include uh, Florida on the, uh, the southern side of the wall. Um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Anyway, how about those spring breakers? I mean, I know. They're just those clips sick. of those those kids just like, oh, we're so upset. The beach is closed. Oh, my God. I can't yeah. go party at the bar. My if I get Corona, then I get Corona. doesn't matter. I'm going to party. YOLO. Yeah. And I'll just bring it back to my I'll just bring it back to my grandparents. But my birthday was ruined without one year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listen, boys, I'm, I'm going to roll, but uh, enjoy the rest of the pod, okay? Okay. All right, take care. Thanks very much, Jordan. Ciao. Okay, Steve, now we're just left with uh, you and I. I, w- I wanted to ask Jordan if um, if it's – probably not, but the restaurant, how many delivery drivers would they normally have? Like one guy? He's probably 
he's probably swamped. I was wondering, you know, if if a place would get another driver or if they're doing uh, Uber Eats or what other type of delivery service um, that they use. Well, you're totally asking the wrong guy on that, Patty. Mr. Yeah. Lindo. No, that was just my thought. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how about an update um, from your neck of the woods? You're, you're knee-deep into the whole um, <clears throat> sequencing, testing, uh, trying to provide for the public health, for the governments. So uh, let's hear about it. Oh, man, where to begin? You know, when this first started, I kind of thought, oh, you know, okay, coronavirus means we all got to work from home. Things are going to slow down a little bit. Um, no, it's been the exact opposite. You know, um, I'm basically getting consumed by this stuff right now. Um, a little bit of background for the listeners. My company is a Chinese company that's been involved since the start with the testing effort in, in Wuhan and all over China, building labs, setting up diagnostic tests. And um, it's actually been extremely effective uh, testing everyone possible, um, sick, healthy, suspected of symptoms, whatever it is, everyone's getting a test. Everyone knows whether or not they have it and um, can be treated accordingly. And when you look at places that are implementing these widespread testing measures like Wuhan and South Korea and um, Singapore, I mean, these guys are tackling the disease. The, the curve is flattening. Less and less people are getting sick and going to the hospital. It's working. And this has been in place since January. Um, and here we are now in the middle of the end of March, and we're, we're basically approaching logarithmic scale growth um, in terms of the number of cases being reported. And this is without widespread testing. Like The testing is just starting to ramp up now in the US. It's just starting to get going in Canada. And still the numbers are starting to go through the roof. And so I've been warning people, like, expect that the numbers are going to get super crazy in the next week, two weeks. It's going to be pretty scary, actually. But that's expected because the reality is there's so many asymptomatic carriers out there, people who are carrying it and that won't get sick for a couple of days still, and that are infecting other people. Um, going around thinking they're perfectly healthy, um, what we should be doing is getting a test for absolutely everyone so we know, one, that we know who's got it, and two, you know you've got it, and then you can recover, and you can be part of the immune core. <laughs> so, I mean, what are we at now? It's over 240,000 cases. Um, we're, we're about to crack 1,000 cases in Canada. Canada's just getting started uh, on the testing, so the numbers are going to start to shoot through the roof. Um, but it, we're on the right track. It seems like people are starting to, to self-isolate, heed the warnings. Um, and as the numbers go up, more and more people will do that. Hopefully they don't all freak out and panic. But um, we're all expecting the numbers to start to go through the roof. Um, and it will be weeks before they level off. That's just okay. the nature of how the testing works. Okay, okay. And um, you probably have a better answer for this than, than me. But I had the thought that, so China now has basically, from all their protocols, they're testing, they're, they're quarantining, isolating. Um, I think the news overnight was zero new cases. So Huge I, milestone. Huge I, milestone. I was thinking we are at least two months behind that. Is that a fair estimation? 
So just a quick correction there. Wuhan reported zero cases. There's still some cases coming out of different regions of China. Okay. But Wuhan is the center of the epicenter of the outbreak. Um, they've been going at it for, for two months, uh, almost 60 days now, um, and really added another month on top of that because the virus is spreading before they even knew it uh, for, for a month. You know, they were able to mitigate this thing with an extremely dense population in that time. Um, but they did it because of the extreme draconian measures that China takes by, you know, really it's an all for one mentality. Everyone respects the rule that you got to stay home, uh, that you can't go out. They got one person going out and shopping for a whole apartment building. You know, um, people are not going to see each other for coffee. They're definitely not going out for spring break on the beach. Like, <laughs> so they have, so they have one immunity core member that is able to go out and uh, take the list from everybody for a whole building and then make it work. Yeah, man, it, it really takes those extreme drastic measures to be able to pull that off. So, you know, two months for Canada, maybe, maybe if we're lucky based on, you know, we have a smaller, less dense population for Toronto, that's going to be a lot more difficult because we're pretty dense here. And, uh, I, I highly doubt, I know everyone's doing the best they can, but I highly doubt that everyone is following the rule of staying at home. Uh, you know, I don't call it social distancing, call it physical distancing. Um, the percentage of people here in Canada that do that compared to China, I think is completely different and it really takes everyone to do it, to pull it off effectively. Yeah. Um, just, just last week, before the the offices and everybody told everybody to work from home last weekend, everybody, everybody was in bars, everybody was in restaurants, just like Jordan's restaurant, just up until a week ago. So with the incubation period, here we are five to seven days after that going into the weekend. So like you said, the cases are going to, going to go up. Yeah, they're definitely going to go up again, because the testing hasn't been occurring here like it does in other places. So as the testing starts happening, more more cases are gonna are gonna be reported it's just it's it's gonna happen so you know two months from now that would be awesome if we could be at the same state as wuhan reporting new cases in toronto um i'm i'm skeptical but i'm hopeful okay okay so just on a lighter note uh i asked the guys yesterday what are you doing to stay entertained? Any new shows, any hobbies, any activities you're doing? Um, I just said I was reading a book. I'm playing some video games. Walking Dead is back. Westworld is back. Have a couple movies to watch. So what, what are you doing to keep it, keep it lighthearted, to keep yourself a little bit entertained? Dude, I got to do more of that stuff. I've been working too much the last couple of days. It's actually super stressful. Um, been worrying a lot about family members and stuff. I, um, I'm seeing the weather's going to be like 18 degrees or something tomorrow. I think we might go to a park, you know, get little baby out there in the grass, enjoying the sunshine. Uh, just go and live life a little bit more because, uh, yeah, work in this this damn COVID has been consuming my life the last couple of days. Been pretty stressful. Yeah, it's been a bit gloomy the past couple of days. Uh, we've still done kind of our daily walk, but with the weather being cloudy and a little bit rainy, it's been easy to stay inside. But yeah, as it gets warmer, people are gonna people are gonna want to be outside. So 
hopefully people continue to stay with the physical distancing. You know, one thing that's becoming more and more popular are these virtual hangouts, right? So like, uh, I think a couple RFL members are doing it right now and I'm going to join them after for a beer, uh, getting on zoom or Skype or go to meeting, whatever it is, putting on the webcam and just drinking beer together, just like as if we're in the same room. So, um, think that's what i'm going to be about to do after this pod yeah that sounds great i think i'll i think i'll be there too i think i'll join you guys oh awesome yeah (laughs) okay so now to the most fun portion of the show uh we're going to talk nfl free agency trades any other news that we've seen in the nfl we had a big day this week a couple days ago but it's been a couple quiet days of news uh what do you what have you seen out there what are your thoughts anything exciting you Let's hear it. Oh, and Philip Rivers, he's on the Colts. So what do you, what are your reaction what's your reaction to that? Man, I hate Philip Rivers. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, I'm a Peyton Manning fan and uh they had a little bit of a rivalry back in the day, and it's actually kind of disgusting to me that the Colts would go after and sign this old douche. He's got such a noodle arm. Oh, he, he's kind of funny though. The way he where he chirps other players, um, I kind of dig that a little bit. When when he's on your team, I guess that's all right. But um, why would we do that? We have Jacoby Brissett. He's all right. He's he's up and coming, and you never know. Andrew Luck may come out of retirement. Uh, I was not not super pleased with that move at all. So, what do you think would have been a better fit if they were going to pick up a free agent quarterback? Who do you think out there? that's still out there maybe, or who has been signed, who do you think would have been a better fit? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, like I said, I kind of dig Jacoby Brissett still. He had this, he had this thing building with T.Y. Hilton. They were buddies. Um, You know, who else is out there that might be a better fit? I'm hearing some really crazy things. Uh, I'm hearing that Matt Ryan might be on the move. I'd pick him up over, over Philip Rivers, you know, I'd even go and take a chance on Cam if it was like a one-year type of prove-it deal. Cam Newton, mm-hmm. uh, just anybody but Philip Rivers, man. I, uh, I I guess Brady. Brady would have been worse. Yeah, I also have never liked Brady, but now I'm having to join the bandwagon. Uh, for the Colts, I I think um, Bridgewater would have been a good fit, but maybe he's not too much different or better than uh, Brissett. So. Really unproven, man. Really unproven. Yeah. Five five starts in his career, basically, right? Like, uh, I would not go all in signing that guy just yet, but we'll see. He's got some potential, that's for sure. Cam, Cam, he looks pretty broken down. Um, I don't know where he's going to end up. Maybe he'll maybe he'll go somewhere as a backup and maybe work himself back back to a starter. But I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put my franchise on his back at this point. Speaking speaking of franchise backs, what the hell are the LA Rams doing? They're they're getting this five billion dollar stadium they got to open up. Uh, who knows if it'll ever open up with this whole virus situation now? And they're just unloading all their stars. Cooks is on the block. They just released Gurley. Just see you later, man. Make you the highest paid running back a couple years ago. Sign you to a record contract and kick you to the curb two years later. And uh, they also released Clay Matthews a year after signing him. It's like this whole thing is getting torn down. They were Super Bowl, Super Bowl runners up two years ago. Now they're basically in rebuild. Yeah, rebuilding mode. Another team doing the rebuilding, which I'm kind of kind of uh, miffed by, is Atlanta. 
they're they're getting rid of everybody as well, and they're still holding on to Ryan. Maybe you said he's on the move, but they are in their playoff window with their quarterback still kind of in his prime, and now they're just selling it all out too. Yeah, it's crazy times. You know, I think it's also really super bad timing for NFL free agency. You see all these guys signing massive contracts right now. You know, Brady's got another $30 million. Uh, Breeze signed on for another two years, 50 plus million. And it's like everyone in the real world, their entire life savings are getting wiped out. Uh, people are, are losing their jobs. Um, basically, life is, is changed completely for so many people. Um, and, and money is just being wiped off the board. And here these guys are just like living it up, millionaires uh, for playing a sport that right now doesn't even exist. Yeah, it's it's pretty tone deaf, and like you said, these guys are getting getting paid, but chances are we're not going to be seeing football in September at this point. I, like maybe that's a little far out, but it's at least going to be delayed, maybe. And yeah, <laughs> huge contracts when you're getting laid off. You don't want to see that. You know, I think they'll find a way to keep the sports going because we need that type of release and excitement, and it's just too big of an enterprise. Maybe, maybe the interim solution for sports like basketball and hockey that their seasons are pending is, uh, you know, just play the game without the fans right now. We can all tune in. TV companies will make money. Uh, you know, everyone can still enjoy their team and watch their team in the playoffs. Uh, I know, you know, I'm super excited for the Senators to have their, their draft and get the top two picks in the NHL. Um, why not just... Why not just keep the seasons going and and play the game without any fans around? Yeah, I guess it's still a risk. Um, they're gonna be taking uh, air travel, the people who support them, take, going on buses, training together. People are still mixing together. Yeah, I'm totally but breaking probably, my quarantine rules here. I'm just getting selfish because I miss sports, dude. Probably you're right, though. Some way of giving giving the people some sort of release. And yeah, it's kind of funny. You see those memes. Uh, men are, are now stuck at home with no sports to watch. And now we are all uh, forced to deal with our, our true emotions or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what memes you're looking at, man. I never saw that meme. <laughs> all right. All right. Anything else for NFL? If not, uh, I think we can sign off for the night and, and go grab our beers. Sean Payton has it, man. Sean Payton's got the COVID. So <clears throat> it's coming. Just hope we're all prepared for it. Is there any other is there any other NFL players? Probably. Man, so many of these guys asymptomatic, they don't even know they have it. Right. Right. So Okay. I don't know. I see them all on Instagram working out in groups of like ten plus people. They're all sweating all over each other. So you know there's some COVID being passed around there. Oh yeah, that's no bueno. That's not the correct behavior for for the for right now. Okay, Steve. Well, I think that's a good time to sign off. Everybody, please join us tomorrow. We have a very special episode for Friday. We have a ladies' night. We're going to have the ladies of the RFFL joining me uh, to give us some of their perspective. Woo-hoo! So I'm really excited for that, and I'm, I'm yeah, going to be working too. all day. All day tomorrow preparing for that. So it's going to be great. Can't wait. All right. Kimish signing off.
All right. Take care.